Welcome to Benjamin's Dream and the Dreamers Podcast. Hey everyone, this is uh, podcast number 14. Uh, I think it's week 11 in fantasy football. Real quick, uh, check out mydreamjersey.com, go to the top picks tab. Okay, let's start podcast number 14 by calling Mike. Hey Ben, what's up? Oh, not too much, how are you? Okay, so um, let me see. Uh, we're unfortunately both five and six, or four and six. Yes, we are. We're at the bottom of the bottom. We're not the we're Just not about. the we're not the worst, but we're at that unfortunate pot spot where we only have two weeks left, right? Or is this week eleven? Uh, we got three. We got okay. So this week and then two others. Yep. So we need Drew to lose. I think Drew's the lowest yes. seed, correct? Yep. Yeah. We drew to lose. But then we also need to win out. Do we play each other any yeah. coming weeks? I don't think we do in these three. I I think I looked yesterday. I don't think we do. I play Alex. Then I think I I play Giles, which I'll probably lose that one. And I play Drew. So at least I played Drew in one of them. Right. Well, that's we just got Travis. Uh, G- Gabriel is that her name? Yeah, Gabby. Yeah. I can't see it. Okay. And and then this week I play Chase. Chase. Yeah. So yours is. Well, not too bad. Yeah. I always wanted Alex, I'll throw a little quick uh, trash talk at Alex. I always wanted him to change his team name to Bye Week. <laughs> he, like, started out, like, playing, it seemed like. like. And I thought he was going to, I was like, yeah. okay, good, good, good. He's going to, you know, do it this year. And then, yeah. Okay. Well, as long as he puts someone in his empty spots. But, I mean, I don't care if he does it this week. But, right, no, no, I know what you mean, yeah. Bad. Yeah, uh, Chase, uh. Uh, last week he filled in some of his spots, and I'm hoping this week he has two more buys. I think I didn't look at it really, really close, yeah, but I'm hoping he doesn't. <laughs> <clears throat> what was I gonna say? Um, did you try to pick up anyone this week? Yeah, I had to get a different kicker because my guy's on a buy. Uh, so actually, while I was waiting for you to call back, I got the dude for the Redskins. Can't remember his name off the top of my head for some reason. Hopkins. Um, Hopkins. Yeah, and then I saw that he's actually hurt. Uh, since I put in the claim form, he went on like he's questionable. No, I gotcha. So then I just picked up Trader from Detroit because I don't really know what else to get. I'll probably try to get my other guy back next week anyway. That's not a bad pick. I mean, I think I know it sounds. I don't know if it's good because he hasn't been very reliable. But in our league, Chris Boswell is still available because yeah, he didn't really do much the first so many weeks. And then someone dropped. I think Alex yeah. had him because Alex dropped him. Yeah, he we score a lot, and he gets a lot of PATs, but then when he misses them, you know, he'll get a point off and stuff. But I think, actually, right. he might be a decent one because their defense isn't great this year. Maybe they'll hold us to, like, some field goals there or something. Right, yeah, yeah. But our our um, last few years, our uh, um, red zone offense, meaning the Steelers, hasn't been necessarily um, elite, we'll say. But this year, it's like one or two. It's not awful. Yeah. I mean, it's very good is what I'm trying to say. Yep. Feel like uh, kind of like West Virginia is the same, but even more so. Like we scored from outside of the red zone so often, it kind of matched. Like it wasn't as bad as it seemed. Like you know, no, I got Especially you. for the Pittsburgh, like we scored a lot. You know, from outside of twenty, like right. know, that doesn't really show up that way. Just like WU being like two for twelve on third downs. Like yeah, well they got like twenty first downs. You mm-hmm. know, it's kind of right. Yeah, it's a weird stat. Um, two quick things. I know we talked about this off air. Did you see Terrell Pryor got cut? I did, yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, maybe he's hurt. I didn't really read the story. I know he came in hurt, but then he played. He led them in snaps his first game. Then and why like would you get killed? Re- obviously, did maybe I, he got I, hurt I mean, again? I don't. But you can't release a hurt player, been, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so unless they gave him injury settlement. But because uh, he came in, he was on the field for like whatever you know, ninety like percent of their plays. Mm-hmm. The last week it was like forty three. It said on here percent, and then they cut him. So like, I don't, maybe he got hurt again. It was like a groin or hamstring thing, I think, so it's definitely possible. Right, yeah. Um, so you have one available Thursday night matchup. It's first um, Seattle's defense versus the Packers. Do you like playing <laughs> Thursday night games? I kind of do, especially if I have someone on both, which is weird. But I, I like having at least one game in there, yeah. I don't like Monday night games, really. See, I always like – I don't know. I like Monday night game. I hate Thursday. Thursday, to me, personally, I'm sure they're probably more reliable. There's probably some sad to prove something. But, like, they're very unreliable for me. It's like I'll have a Thursday night game, yeah. like, the week before, and I'll either start the player or not, and he'll do great for some reason. Or he'll do great, period. And then I'll be like, okay, I have another Thursday night matchup. Uh, it's a, in my favor, and I'll play them, and they'll do nothing. Or they'll yeah, get, like, I, something awful. And it's yeah, like – I think they do have, like, stats showing that, like – 
Thursday night games are not as competitive as they thought they're going to be. And like the quality of play for both teams is like lower because, you know, less time to prepare or whatever. Like, I, I do think like, and there's a lot of bad matchups on Thursday nights too. I think there's some stat that like the home team is like only lost like two games. Really? Wow. Something crazy. crazy. I don't know. Not I mean, overall, but maybe just this year yeah. or in the last 10 games or <laughs> there something. There's some weird stats about those night games that are definitely. Oh, I gotcha. Um, so you went to the TCU game last week, right? I did, yeah. Um, how did so besides the first quarter, or what would you fix from the first quarter besides obviously the, the score? What did we? I mean, I watched the game, but like it, I wasn't really, I didn't really feel I just, threatened by TCU, even though it was yeah, close in the first either. quarter. I just, I think our offense just started slow, which they have a tendency to do. But if they write it as fast as they do, then it's not really that big of a deal to me. And also, I mean, I think the win in the first quarter was really, really bad, and I think that affected the offense a little bit because it definitely calmed down. Cause it was it was pretty chilly at the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. and it was like wind was whipping around. So I think that was a large part of it. But I mean, just starting slow on offense. But other than that, I mean, not not a ton really. Right. I think um, I think this is a very underrated part of our team that doesn't get enough credit. Well, I, besides okay, besides the Iowa State game, I think our offensive line has played very well. Yeah, I I'm sure there's. But yeah. um, who do you think that just personally? Who do you think the best running back on the team is? In my opinion, which well, uh, I've said this from the beginning of the year. Even though a lot of people like, especially like people listen to the podcast stuff, hate on him. I would say McCoy. Yeah. Overall, but like Petaway, in a Texas game, Petaway like was a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and he can do that. But like versatility wise, if you can only have one, I'd take McCoy because McCoy's gonna. You know, he could catch five or six passes. For Correct. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think McCoy is easy because, like, if you watch some of our games last year, even like the bowl game that we got destroyed in, it was like you gave McCoy the ball and things happened. But like, yep. when we're ahead or whatever, you know, like we rotate backs. I don't know what the actual like if it's like every other series someone else goes in yeah, or whatever. I figured it out yet. But every time at the end of the game when we have the lead, McCoy's in the game a majority of the time, running out the clock because he's the best back in my opinion. Yep. But um, it's it's not it's not necessarily like a huge lead by anything because to your point, um, no, they're all good. I mean, even a lot of people, especially after the Tennessee game, like love Buddy Brown. Oh, I do too. And yeah, he might end up being awesome, but he's kind of like did hit a wall. Like he's still play- and he played well this game, but like he definitely kind of slowed down from what he was doing. But yeah, all around it's McCord. But I like Petaway a lot too. Like the two of them together are really good, and then having mm-hmm. Brown doesn't hurt. Right. Yeah. See, the thing is, so you know how, like we said, you said we slowed, we had a slow start versus TCU. I don't yeah. think we can do that versus te- Oklahoma State. Excuse me. Yep, I agree. I mean, but then again, the alternative is we could come out like Texas Tech, score 21 points immediately, then like let up too. So I'd, right. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if OK, OK State would like lay down if we got up big on them. Cause, I mean, I think they are a good team. I think they're have some pride to want to finish the season good. They they need to get to six and six, but I mean they could be seven and five if they beat us in their last game. Right. But I I think that loss usually I don't like it when a team loses before playing us, but I think that was like a deflating loss. The way they lost right at the end of Oklahoma and mm-hmm. they won that rivalry. So that might be kind of a good thing for us. So I didn't get to finish the end of the game. I was out eating. Um, so the Oklahoma State game, they went for two, but that wasn't necessarily – well, I guess they would have put them by one. They did miss an extra point earlier in the game. That's okay. That's so, what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's part of the reason they went for two. I mean, I don't blame them, just like our situation. Like, just the, And the guy was open. Just the quarterback made a terrible throw, like a really bad throw. It mm-hmm. could have been an easy two-point conversion. Right. It kind of makes me feel good. I hate looking in the future because I feel like I, we did that. No, I'll speak for myself. I feel like I did that with Iowa State. I was oh, like, yeah. you know, yeah. like, oh, it's no big deal. We'll play and whenever. And then, you know, when we play Oklahoma, blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, I think if it's a shootout, I think I have more, I have a lot of confidence in this offense in Greer. I think they play very confidently and they play very smart after the Iowa State game. Yeah. And even before and then, that. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, I do like, if this does happen, I do like how, you know, Oklahoma is not necessarily stopping anyone defensively no. at all. So no, I think no. that would help us big time at home. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I think the biggest thing that makes me, I feel the same about this game as Iowa State, but I don't feel quite as scared because the Iowa State game, we hadn't played enough people yet to know, like, how good we actually were. Yeah. This game, we've had a lot, we've, especially the games after Iowa State, we've played really well. Like, especially that Baylor game, I was kind of worried about that game. Then we just completely destroyed them and played great. But 
Right. Uh, the, the big thing for me is us in Iowa State, our defense is better than everyone else's in the Big 12 by far. Like, so even if it is a shootout, I feel like we can at least make a couple stops. Whereas, like, even the Texas game, that's what we did in the third quarter. Like, whereas in years past, we wouldn't have done that. We would have lost that shootout. You know, our defense wouldn't have helped us really. Right. I, I just want to get past these for the last two weeks and just see what happens. I know that sounds silly yeah. because obviously we have What's, to win, but. Yeah, it's so weird if we end up, if we win and Oklahoma wins both of these games, and then especially if Texas wins and we know it's us and them, it's going to be weird, like, playing two weeks in a row. It's just strange, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But, I mean, see, the thing about the Big 12, I don't think they, I, I don't think it was a huge deal that they didn't have a, uh, like, a Big 12, a Big 12 championship for the past few yeah, years. Yeah, because it's a round robin. Correct, I think that's is, good, yeah. but everyone beats everyone. You know yep. what I mean? Not last year. That's I don't think thing. right that that was the only thing that screws you from getting into a playoff system <laughs> where you have to be undefeated yep. to make it in. You know what I mean? Even though there's two teams that are probably going to make it that aren't undefeated, but you understand yep. the point. Um. Okay. Real quick. So our, the Steeler game got moved to one o'clock. I think a few weeks ago. What do you think of our matchup versus Jacksonville this season? Oh, was it was it not a one o'clock previously? It was prime time. It was eight twenty. Oh, they moved it. They moved wow. it based off the. I didn't even know they could do that from an eight o'clock game. Wow. Yeah, so we actually got moved. I th- uh, so they recently just came out um, the Oakland Raiders game or something. For some reason, the um, the Raiders played in prime time in a few weeks to come. Okay. But we play the Chargers now in prime time. Oh, we played uh, them at like least- four or one or something. Is there some stipulation where like you have to still have a primetime game if they move you or, or not necessarily? I don't I don't think it's that necessarily. I think it's more based off the ratings of the actual ratings of the team. No oh, one wow. wants to see the Raiders at this point in time play at a primetime game and just not show sure. up at all. So they well, just that's, that's a good thing, yeah. That's not a bad thing. Right, yeah. But um uh, I mean, to answer your question, I the way we're playing lately and the way they're playing, we're going in totally opposite directions. Um, the only thing that scares me is they've lost like five in a row now. Five. That's just. It's at that point a team that's that talented. They're almost bound to not lose six games in a row. No. Right. Yeah, I know like, what you mean. Some are like they're good. Like you know how good they were last year. Like that'd be like us dropping six. Well, we dropped four before, but right. It's like, other than that, statistically, I don't see any reason. I think we should do well. I mean, I think we've. And we're kind of hitting our stride. It might even be too early for that, but I mean, I like the way we've been playing lately. Right, yeah. I mean, I, I understand, like, when people was like, oh, we peaked at the wrong time. I, to me, you don't really don't peak at the wrong really, time, yeah. if that makes sense. It's like, if you peak, that means what you are. You know what I mean? Yep. So, like, you weren't going to be anymore. You didn't peak. You know, like, you see what I'm saying? Yep. And we needed it because we weren't playing good for the first, you know, three, four games. So right, I mean, yeah. If we continue playing this way, then it's not really a peak. That's just the team that we are, which is what everyone thought going into the year. Right, so, right, right. But I don't. I don't think. I'm trying to think if there's anyone injured on Jacksonville's defense. I don't think there is, but I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure. You know. Um, oh my God, Jalen Ramsey's going to be there, and Boye. I think is the other corner's name. That's actually very, very good. Also, um, Miles Jack is so underrated. He's number fifty or fifty-one for them. The linebacker. Yeah. He's the one that had like the fumble return or pick yep. six in that playoff game, and he just flew past everyone like no one could catch him it was crazy but um and then Clay's Campbell so I don't it'll be an interesting matchup I think obviously as a biased Steeler fan I want Ben to have a redeemed game and just tear him apart even though he kind of yeah. did in the playoffs but he played bad in that game to begin with I'd like to see what our uh, defense can do because Fournette is back and I think he had an okay game last week he might have had like 70 yards in a touchdown okay. or something so I think I think the problem was the first two matches up. The first two match matchups were, well, not the, the first one. We didn't score any points because their defense was so great at that moment in time. Yeah. The second one, we had an awful start and we couldn't stop the run. And when we tried to like stop the run, they literally just threw it right behind us in the middle of the field, and they kept getting big play after big play. So I'm, I'm trying to. I'm looking forward to see how our defensive plays as almost like a redeem game also to see if they can stop the run or yeah. plug up the run or something. I mean, I'm definitely not happy. I mean, I'm just hap- I'm happier with RD than I thought I was going to be at this point. Like, I mean, I do think they're... I think they've stepped up. Well I'm, I'm, pretty, yeah. I'm pretty happy with them because I thought if you watch Carolina's games, besides the, Eagle game, the Eagles game, they've scored a lot of points on most people. And uh, we held them to only 21, but it was like a cheap 21 because it was... It was a cheap 21. It was f- yeah, I mean, there was a minute left in the game, and they scored a one-yard touchdown. 
Yeah. They basically said that game was even the announcers, they were like the game is over at halftime. Like they don't say that very often. Or, you know, first first drive of third quarter. Especially yeah, they're not gonna say that. It's like they want you to tune in, like, oh they can yeah, come they back. Want you don't watch. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, oh, around the same yeah. time next week, and uh, maybe see you in two weeks at the Oklahoma game. Good. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. Now we'll call Giles and see what he's up to. Hello. Hey, man. What's up? Hey, what's going on? Oh, not too much. So you play my boss this week. Um, I think. I think Travis. So him and Travis, uh, another one of my friends, I don't know if you met him necessarily, they both have the same record as 8-2, and two, or is it, what's your record again? 9-1, and one, yeah, 8-2, and two. they Nine both, and, yeah. Um, so I mean, it'll be an interesting matchup, obviously both of you are, unless there's, there's no way you're not in the playoffs, but um, I mean, I think it'll be an interesting matchup week 11 just to see where you're at, even though it's about matchups and fantasy football, obviously not really head-to-head, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because I mean... Obviously, you can pick the right players and draft the right players and start the right players, but it's all about luck if they don't get hurt or do what you think they can do. Yeah, it's all about who, what, 60 minutes of football every week. doesn't matter if you have the, a super team or a team of nobodies. It's all matters 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. I think I talked about this last week, but it might have been two weeks ago. When you picked up Nick Chubb, that was huge. Yeah, he had a, he had a great game. He had a great game because... I remember, so I, I think I brought this up again. He was playing against Oakland, and he was just like the backup back at the time because I think Duke Johnson was still there, and then Duke Johnson and they had Carlos, Carlos Hyde. Hyde. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just took off, and he like ran past everyone. I'm like, how is this guy not starting? And I was thinking to myself when I watched the highlight. I'm like, he was blatantly faster than everybody. And then I was like, man, if he ever gets an opportunity to start, I mean, I, like, I thought about picking him up that week, but I think I was either in the middle of a winning streak, so I didn't want to get rid of anyone, or I was in the middle of a losing streak, and I was like, well, I can't pick up a player that's not even starting, you know what I mean? I should have just made the move, but that's a really good pick by you. And how how did Fournette do last week? Uh, Fournette had a t- I believe he had a, I believe he came out and had a touchdown. I, believe he, I don't know if he went over 100, but... I know I th- he had a, I know he had a rushing touchdown. For some reason, I think he had like maybe total yards. He had well, not total, but for, I thought he had somewhere between like fifty-five and seventy-five yards rushing. And I knew he had a touchdown, so I knew he did pretty good. But I didn't know if um, he had over a hundred yards or more yards passing or anything. And I mean, I was I mean, with the running backs I have, it's it's hard to keep. It's hard to start which three which three you want to start mm-hmm. or which four. I mean. Right. So I mean, Fordette. I mean, Fordette was there on the bench, but it's like, well, I have these three, and and why start him? He's just coming back. Right, 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 right. Off of injury for so long. I almost said, and then I realized we played each other. I was like, well, you didn't really need to. You're, you know, eight and one. Why you know risk it? You know, blah 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 blah. And then I realized, oh wait, he played me. Yeah, I remember. So I started. So I don't know if there's an actual number behind this, but I watch every Steeler game, or I try to at least. And the Steelers always give up a lot of points or a lot of yards and touchdowns to tight ends. So I was like, oh, I'll start Greg Olson tonight, you know, and blah, 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 blah. I should have started him at my tight end, not as my flex. Not that it would have mattered, but I was thinking about that afterwards. I was like, wait, if I just put him at my tight end, then I could have put a running back in at my flex, even though the score was completely out of there. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I put him as my flex, and then that screwed me, and I had to, you know, but I don't know. It was whatever. The way my team, the way all, all my guys had we're just going off the whole week. Yeah, you scored like 140, 100. You scored 160 points, right? Yeah. It was ridiculous. I was like, what yeah, the hell is I, it? And in another fantasy league I'm in, I had just Thursday night alone, I had Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, and Christian McCaffrey in another league I had. Good Lord. And they, and they had scored me a combined 115. God and it's like God. I didn't even need the rest of my team to <laughs> even do anything. That's wild. I think the – I mean, your team is very, very good. How's John Brown been doing? Oh, this week is Joe Flacco not starting this week? I'm pretty. They, c- haven't, they haven't said anything. Lamar Jackson's come out and said he's ready to go in case he needs to. Is is Flacco done. hurt or banged up or something? Um, hip injury. Hip oh, okay, okay, okay. I wasn't sure if it was he was actually hurt or if it was like a performance thing, which I thought would be strange. To bench uh, a lot him, but of people think that he may be on his way out of Baltimore too. Did you hear? I always screw up the hardballs, but the the one the one that coaches Baltimore, I think John. Yeah. All right, I didn't screw that up. Good. I guess somehow it's already came out that they've mutually agreed that they'll part ways at the end of the season. 
And it was like, what if they win? What if they make the playoffs? Like, you're just going to be like, okay, we're done, yeah. We've already agreed upon it. Well, I mean, he let him, he let him to the Super Bowl. That's what they thought he was going to continue on doing, but right. it's not happened. I think, I remember, I didn't really know the numbers at the time and realize how absurd it maybe was, but maybe he deserved it. I don't really know. It really kind of put them in a difficult position when they signed Flacco to, like, the biggest contract of all time and that much guaranteed money per year and blah, 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 because it kind of put them in a position they couldn't really be flexible to do a bunch of things, you know what I mean? And when they got when they drafted Lamar Jackson, I think Flacco knew his, right. days, were not, his days were done in Baltimore. I don't mind. I, I never liked Flacco. I mean, I'm sure he's a great person. I don't really care about that. I just hate him as a player. I hate. I think he. I think he ends up in New York with the Giants next year. If he leaves. Oh, that'd be crazy. You know what? I just thought off the top of my head, but this is all you know speculation. If um, Jim Harbaugh uh, did, John Harbaugh did leave Baltimore, um, for some reason um, the the uh, Jag, Jaguars coach gets fired, and then he goes there and then Flacco goes plays for him. That could possibly be true because I don't think Blake Bortles is going to be around next year. No, I don't. I, yeah, I don't. Last year, I think, was more of a fluke because I think it was similar to, like, the Fitzpatrick situation. Um, last year, uh Blake Bortles played very, very well like the last few games. Not very, very, but he he played well above average. And people thought that, you know, oh, this team's going to be around for a long time. And then this year he's played how he has always played, and that's very inconsistent. And, Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, when you don't have your starting running back for most of the year and then your defense was lackluster for the most part. Yeah, I think it didn't help either probably. Um, He's on your team. Uh, I always screw up his name. Uh, Allen Robinson. He was their number one receiver at the time, but he went to the Bears, so I think that probably didn't help. And then trading Dante Flowers to the Rams, I think they're ready to rebuild in Jacksonville. But I don't understand rebuild where, because the defense doesn't need rebuilt. You know what I mean? Even though they're not the same, I'm sure it's just a matter of scheme and personalities you got to fix around or turn around, because talent-wise, they're still there. They're not old. The quarterback... No, I got. No, I understand I think, what you were think, saying. Yeah, I think Blake Bortles is. They just don't want him. No, I got you. Um, how do you like the rest of the season for your Packers in terms of what? What do you think they can do? Because they're only like, I don't know the record off the top of my head, but they're only like two games out. They're like, aren't they of like the division? They're four, four, and one. Okay. Um, couple games out of the division, only a game out of the wild card. Yeah. So I mean, it. I don't know. I. You watch probably the games a lot more closely or follow them a lot more closely. What is their holes at this moment besides maybe defensively, I don't know, or maybe offensive line, I don't know, or neither? Staying, health, staying healthy. I guess you. It's just, it, yeah, it's, it's really killing them. Hey, they, Aaron, I mean, they got a running game going now. Okay. Aaron Jones, I don't know Miami's defense. I don't know how great they were this year. but Right. You know, Aaron Jones over 100 yards. They haven't had that. Oh, haven't had that since Eddie Lacy days. <coughs> the great Eddie Lacy. Um, yeah, there. Do you think the Do you think the Jimmy Graham experiment will last long? Do you think they try to move him or something? Even though it's only been a season, I understand that completely. And they probably signed him to three or four years or whatever. I think. Yeah, because I mean, who else are you gonna give for a tight end out there? Right. I guess. I guess in theory, my. I guess what I was trying to say is like, obviously, athletic wise and what he can do is you know big time. But they're obviously not hooking up. So like, if you could get a different position totally or a draft pick or something, and you think you have an up and coming tight end that's much cheaper, you can just put him a tight end and then get whatever you got out of the Graham deal. You know what I mean? And build for your yeah. future. Or think, for the present, I think they're going to go defensive line, linebacker, uh, come to draft because Clay Matthews is. How, how old is Clay yeah. Matthews? Is he well over thirty, or is he? Oh yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know he's that old. Yeah, he's been. I mean, it's, he's been in the league. Close to ten years. Yeah, somewhere around that. Because I knew he they won the Super Bowl back in 2010, or it might be in theory, might have been 2011 calendar wise. But I remember he was on that team. Aaron Rodgers obviously on, on that team, so I didn't knew he had to be decently or 
over 30, but I wasn't sure if he was just getting over 30 or if he was well into the mid-30s yet. I don't know if he's mid-30s, but you know what I mean. Yeah. How do you like uh, W's matchup this week versus Oklahoma State? Uh, I don't know how their def- I don't know. I don't know how their defense will perform. I mean, the way they played TC last week was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, minus seven, <laughs> they held them too. That's crazy. That is no team can do that. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Then uh, they kept Will Greer off the. You know, didn't allow another sack this week. Mm-hmm. Because I watched the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game, and I know that neither of them didn't play defense, but, I mean, Oklahoma State gave up 200-yard rushers. That's crazy. I mean, maybe our running backs will have a big, another big game versus them, or maybe they'll try to stop the run too much and then not be able to stop the pass. It's just going to be it, Go It's just gonna be interesting to see the atmosphere um, in Oklahoma State. But, yeah, they're going to be playing. A lot of teams this week in the top ten are going to be playing. Because, what, they're 5-5. Five and five. I think Ohio State plays Maryland. They're 5-5. Five and five. They're, only play, they're playing for a bowl game. Right, 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 yeah. You know, this is like this is their bowl game pretty much. I always find that really silly. Like, I feel like the eligibility, like, and there's too many bowl games and, like, barely being, like, you're 500 or, you know, 7-6. and six, Like, what's the why? You know what I mean? From a perspective, like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, a little bit. It's like, why it's is the it? Mo- it's the money. Right. No, I understand that. I just don't. It's annoying. So, uh, as long as they don't look towards the Oklahoma game next Friday, I think West Virginia should be able to win. I agree. All right, around the same time next week. Yep, we'll see you then. Sounds good. Bye. All right, bye. Hey, what's up? Oh, not too much. How are you? Good, good, good. Good, good, good. Um, do you want to talk about fantasy, or do you want to talk about the basketball game and the football team? Uh, whatever you want to do, man. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> No, it's well based off both of our records. It's not like, I mean, in theory, me, you, and Mike could all make the playoffs, but Drew would have to lose all three, and we'd have to win all three, yeah. and then it'd be a, probably the most points scored, final points. Um, so what do you think? Um, did you get to? Um, you went to the basketball game last Friday, correct? Yeah. Um, what what was your takeaways from it? Uh, there's just not a whole lot there. <laughs> right. Not a whole lot of chemistry. Um. I think, you know, losing one player in basketball hurts a little bit more than losing one guy in in football. And I just don't think our guards are very good. Yeah, I know what you mean. He's wanting to start Harler, which is really a head-scratcher. I think he he always wants to start, like, maybe a less talented player or something because he's like, oh, they have all this potential where they could be this or they're going to try very hard or something. But it doesn't You. The last very, very good one was probably Nathan Adrian, and you don't get a lot yeah. of those necessarily. I mean, he wasn't... Yeah, I mean, there seems to be a lineage of guys through this through this coaching tenure, uh, Thurman, Nathan Adrian, and now Harler, and there may have been one or two others that I'm missing, but uh, we don't have anybody to replace Carter. No, I got you. I mean, that's just all there is to it, and... I'm kind of worried at this point. I mean, I realize it's only been one game. Mm-hmm. Buffalo's very good. I mean, they're going to be uh, – I think they're going to be a Sweet 16 team probably. I got you. But we just didn't look good at all, even though it went to overtime. Uh, not a whole lot of positive to take from anything. <laughs> no, I got you. Now they suspended uh, Culver. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't. I was going to ask about that because I didn't um, get to. I didn't even get to listen to the game really last week at all. And then I was watching the game tonight. They announced that this evening. uh, So violation of team rules. I mean, that's pretty vague. So. Do you think it's academics or do you think it's? I'd say it's probably just attitude or something. Okay, I I, I really don't know, but. It's just, it's turning into a circus at this point because you have, you know, your best fre- freshman, you've benched him now. He's not even seen a second of game time. And, you know, I, I look at this year a lot like, and it, it turned out really bad, but the year after we lost Kevin Jones, you know, it seems like every time we lose a veteran star, 
we get into these big classes of, you know, five or six freshmen and we're, you know, it's three steps forward, five steps back. No, I got to see what you're saying. I think um, maybe, I can't remember the transition from Devin Williams to uh, to, uh, KJ, if it was one or two years. Do you know, do you remember? You'll probably know. Well... You went. You were with us at that Gonzaga game in Pittsburgh. That right. Was yeah. Last last game, and then thirteen was like the total rebuild, and we went. I think like thirteen and eighteen or thirteen and nineteen. Mm-hmm. We were like god awful in thirteen, and then in fourteen, we uh, we made it to the NIT and lost to Georgetown. Right. I remember that. And then I think after that, 15, 16, and 17 were all sweet 16s. I got you. Because I was trying to think of um, when Jawan Staten was here, Carter was our next point guard after that, correct? He was a freshman Jawan senior year. So that transition wasn't awful, but I feel – and then I couldn't – I guess my point was I didn't remember how quick Devin – I didn't know if Devin Williams was on that team with Kevin Jones, that one where we lost to Gonzaga. No, he would have came in – I think the year, a year or two after Kevin. I think it was the year after. Okay. But right now, just not a whole lot of good. Uh, I don't think they're going to win this tournament, even if they win tonight. St. Joe's, I think they're pretty hot. And mm-hmm. then, um, I, I mean, there's not a lot of big-name teams in that field, but I, I could see us getting beat. Tomorrow does, night or the night after. Does uh, it might be the wrong team, but I'm pretty sure it's UCF, UFC. No, no, UCF. Do they still have that Taco yeah. Falls? I uh, don't know. They yes. were picked to win the, their conference, though. Oh, okay. So they're pretty good. And then uh, St. Joe's, who beat uh, Wake Forest, they're supposed to be a uh, tournament team, too. I got you. Um, how do you like our matchup um, Saturday with Oklahoma State? I've, I'm I'm probably as confident as I've been all year. Uh, not necessarily an easy place to play on the road, but they're I don't know what their record is. Are they like five and four or something? There's something like that. Yeah, for sure. They're just I don't know that they're good enough to really stop us as hot as we are. Mm-hmm. Um, trying not to sound too cocky, I guess. I mean, I think it'll be maybe a touchdown game or maybe a little bit more. I don't think it'll be I don't think it'll be as dramatic as Texas. No, I agree with um, you. Again, they're they're capable of beating us, but I don't think that they've been they've they've been consistent enough to really uh, give us a challenge. Right. Um, I think it was two weeks ago, not last week necessarily, obviously, because they played Oklahoma. But do you remember how – was it a close game versus Texas? Oh, no, they beat Texas two weeks ago, right? No, two right. weeks ago we played it, Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three That's weeks ago. talking about. I don't think it will be that type of nail-biter scenario. Okay, I got you. Uh, but, I mean, unless we just come in and don't care – we should win by, you know, 7 or 10 or 14. No, I agree. It's not, like, down to the wire. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I'm kind of getting stirred up with these bowl projections. Uh, I don't know. I see a lot of Sugar Bowl, and there's going to be a lot of dominoes that have to fall for us to get into the playoffs, and even then I think they're going to try to – it's it's a popularity contest, and we're not uh, we're not one of the big names, I guess. Uh, Syracuse has got Notre Dame; they've got to beat them to get them knocked out. And then <clears throat> I think Alabama's going to have to get Georgia out of the way because if Alabama loses, they're going to stay in, right? Yeah. Regardless. Mm-hmm. So we probably need a Notre Dame loss. Uh, a Georgia loss, and then I think we would probably jump LSU and Washington State if we went out, and that includes the Big 12 title. Um, but there's a lot of things that got to fall, and even then, it comes down to a bunch of old guys in, a, in an office room deciding, you know, 
who it's going to be. Right. So. Well, I think something that might help us, um, that you probably said, but I probably missed it by my fault. But in two weeks after the game after, or no, it's the same day, it's Black Friday, when we play Oklahoma, um, Michigan plays Ohio State, and that would be Michigan's second loss, and Ohio State already has like two losses or something. So like, even if they won the Big Ten, it wouldn't be as, I think that would help us out a lot. And then, do you think, so like there's, well, I guess there's only two teams right now that have one loss that are in the tournament, but do you think if Notre Dame has one loss, they'd stay in? No. Okay. I mean, their schedule's so bad. It's been so bad that I could see, uh, I mean, I know this is probably crazy, but if Georgia were to beat Alabama, I could see Georgia with one loss maybe even jumping them. No, I see what you're saying. Uh, their schedule's just been awful. I mean, their, their, their biggest win by far is Michigan. And outside of that, they don't really have much else. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Syracuse, I mean, they've kind of surprised a lot of people. They're up to 12, and I think they'll give Notre Dame a game. And then, of course, Notre Dame's got to go to SC. SC's not very good, but they got to go to USC next weekend. That's a rivalry game, you know. Right, yeah. A lot, a lot can happen there. Now, um, um, have you watched a lot of Syracuse games this year? Maybe are they like one or one or two? That doesn't sound too goofy. Are they twelfth because they are the twelfth best team in the country, or are they twelfth because the ACC is weak this year? You know what I mean? Like I would, I would say they played a pretty that that division, and I think it's the one. I could be wrong. They, I think they're in the side that Clemson's in. Oh, okay. Clemson's probably going to play Pitt, but. I don't think that's much of a been much of a conference this year. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they're probably just there by default, pretty much. But I like I like that coach. Uh, I was kind of on his wagon whenever Dana was struggling here, but um, there's really no appeal there if they get in get into a bowl game I don't I'd rather play UCF I think I got you. the simple fact that UCF's on this big win streak and right I mean, I'd rather get an SEC opponent more than anything because that's where all the hype is but mm-hmm. uh, UCF would have probably more draw to me over Syracuse just because of their you know winning streak and all that I got you uh, real quick, I know this would be pointless based off our record, but um, if Pitt did play in the ACC championship, would you want to play them in a bowl game? Uh, if we did not they, make the Final they would, Four? They would have to beat Clemson. Uh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. I guess in that case, they would have to put us with them in maybe the Fiesta or something. I mean, I or maybe the Peach Bowl. It would be interesting, I guess, just because of the rivalry. Uh-huh. But there's probably bigger fish to fry out there. No, I see what you're saying. I think it also it would help in recruiting if we played a different team. Yeah. Because if we play a bigger school or a school with a better record, you know, we beat them, it's going to help, you know, yeah, incoming freshmen and transfers. I think at worst right now we're looking at the Alamo against the Pac-12 team. That's like the second place bowl in the Big Twelve, and then if we win, if we win out, you know the, the playoff possibilities there. But if you win the game in Dallas, you're you're in the Sugar Bowl at worst, which would be an SEC team, probably Georgia or LSU. No, I got so you. That's yeah. not a bad consolation prize, I guess, if you don't make the playoff. No, not at all. So. Um, uh, so I'll be at work, unfortunately, on Sunday. Um, what do you think of our matchup this week versus Jacksonville Steelers? I think Jacksonville's just packed it in. Uh, they're, I don't know what's went wrong there. I guess Blake Bortles finally was exposed. Or maybe the defense just isn't as good as what it was last year. But um, they're kind of in a world of hurt. And we're, we're rolling like everybody thought we would. Right. Uh, we, we're, we're due to beat them. We're due to beat New England. Uh, I think we win pretty, I mean, not decisively, but I think we'll win 
by a score or two. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, see, the thing with, like, Blake Bortles, I don't see, like, I understand what you're saying, like, it's finally, you know, he's really showing who he is. But he's shown that in the past, too. Is like, it's, like, the thing with Bortles, it's like Fitzpatrick this year. Like, everyone's, like, going to Fitz Magic and all that stuff, which is fair. He's right. played, you know, very, very well. But, he's, you know, his other ten years in the league or whatever it's been, He's been he's been a starter a lot of places, but he's never been you know a Pro Bowl player necessarily. I mean, it's, it's it's crazy what an all all world defense will do for a quarterback. I mean, you can go down in years past. I mean, um, the Trent Dilfer Ravens team in '01, uh, the Buccaneers. Yeah. I think. Well, I take that back. The Ravens was '99, maybe or two. Two thousand. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks were 2002, right? The Buccaneer with Brad Johnson, and I mean, even the Ravens team a few years ago was, you know, uh, Flacco. Flacco, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of defenses out there that'll make a bad quarterback look good on the same. That's on the same team. So, no, I got but, you. Um, I think the Steelers are on their way to another playoff appearance. I don't know. There's still a lot of a lot of regular season ball left mm-hmm. to see where everybody ends up in the playoff picture, but they're a lot better off than they were the first four weeks of the season. So right, I think uh, we got a lot of fun matchups coming up in terms of just like actual yeah, football. I mean, it's, it's you've got New England, you've got New Orleans, you've got you know, uh, Denver, they're not very good, but, you know, that's always a hard place to play. Right. So. We play the Rams still, right? Uh, I don't think St. Louis is on the schedule. I thought, for some reason, I thought we played the Rams. We play the Chargers, at least. And they're... The, yeah, 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 the Chargers, um, they optioned that game to Sunday night. Yeah, I saw that. So... Then we got. They're going to be tested late, and I think once I think before we even get to the playoffs, we'll know what they're, where they're, where they're, uh, where they're supposed to be. So. No, I got you. Um, Real quick. Exciting. I don't really want to talk about him a little bit, just because I just don't want to mention his name. But what do you think of how the <laughs> Bell situation played out? Uh. I mean, I'm glad Connor's turned out to be as good as what he is. I right. didn't really expect it from him. But um, I don't think Bell's going to help his cause, really. He's not. I mean, he lost $14 million this year. Right. I mean, that's a lot of money. I don't really care who, who you are or what you do. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's going to get what he's looking for he'll probably get paid he'll get overpaid by the Jets or the Colts or something um but we'll be I think we'll be fine I mean Connor's proved to be serviceable through the first half of the year I think as long as he stays healthy he'll keep doing what he's doing no I agree I mean he's I think he's Connor's in the top three in rushing he's you know the top and you know um, scoring touchdowns I'm pretty sure for a running back so I mean I'm if you go back to Connor's I, th- I th- maybe it was his freshman year I think it might have been his freshman year because the same year Jameis Winston won Heisman and he won like ACC player of the year which was kind of funny but um yeah. maybe it was a, one of those two years he had like an abnormal amount of touchdowns for Pitt and uh so I mean, like his potential of what he could be probably in the long. Cause, probably because they couldn't throw it. <laughs> Didn't it was that was that the Peterman? Probably. Jesus. Christ. <laughs> how is that? How did that dude even make an NFL team? I mean, that just that's wild. He, he's better than Tyrod Taylor. All right. <laughs> <coughs> uh, so, um, but uh, thanks for calling in, DJ. No problem, buddy. Have a good one. Thank you too. Bye. Hey, bud. Hey, man, what's up? Um, so you want to talk about fantasy or you want to talk about just go straight to football? Um, whatever you prefer. Sorry. So this week um, in fantasy, I know you play Giles, 
and in our division, um, you he has the top um, record in the whole actually mm-hmm. league, and then you're tied for second um, uh, record-wise with uh, uh, eight and two, right? Yeah. So I think it's going to be interesting. Um, I saw you picked up uh, Vance McDonald this week. I think that's a pretty big pickup. Not big, but I think that'll help you out a lot in the long run. Uh, I think he's got – well, I had him on my roster earlier. I let him go. Mm-hmm. I think uh, he's got a lot of potential. It's just some weeks he puts up like 12 points. The next week he doesn't put up any. So it's just kind of – it's really hard to judge when he's going to have a big game. Right. Um, but I needed to put somebody in there, and he looked like the best of the tight ends that were available. Right, yeah, I think, I mean, in theory, I think um, Evan Ingram might have been projected more for, uh, I think Evan yeah, is his first name for the I, Giants, I but... Just, I was looking at the matchups, and I just, I don't know, as bad as the Giants are playing, I don't trust right. that he's going to put up any points. I mean, on paper, he's a better, like, points-producing tight end, but the Giants are playing so bad, I don't trust any of the players right now. No, that makes sense. And then if you think about the uh, playoff game last year when we played the Jags, uh, Vance McDonald played in that game because they took Jesse James out pretty exactly. much, and he, he had like amazing. Mm-hmm. He played very well. He had like ten catches for like a hundred yards. So I really feel like this—they're a great matchup for him. Because mm-hmm. they got small linebackers, and he loves to run over small linebackers. So. Right. Yeah. I think we need to be semi-careful. Telvin Smith. I think he technically yeah. plays outside linebacker for them, but he—I don't know what he doesn't get the credit he deserves. He dominated us both games, the yeah, regular season game good, and the playoff game. Very good coverage linebacker, gets a lot of interceptions, but uh, as a group, they're not playing nearly as well this year as they did last year. Mm-hmm. I don't, is it? None of them are injured, correct? No, like, is it defensive hole? There's no major injuries. They're just not playing well. I'm not really sure why. Their biggest injury has been Fournette on the offensive side, but he's finally back. Right. I'm interested to see that matchup versus the Steelers' defense because in the playoff game he played – well, he, he played very well in the playoff game, but in the regular season game he was, like, out of his mind good. So I'm interested to yeah. see how we stop the run versus him this Sunday. Well, I, I think – I mean, our defensive front is playing well, knock on wood, better than it had did last year. Mm-hmm. But they've got a lot of injuries on their offensive line, so I think that's a big part of their struggle so far. I agree. They've given up a lot of uh, – Tackles for loss, a lot of sacks. And also, they gave um, Allen Robinson, he played for Penn State. He was their leading receiver last year. I don't know if he was, he was their most yeah. talented receiver. I don't know if he led. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then he, he went to the Bears. Injured. No, he went to the Bears. Went to the Bears. Mm-hmm. But they have a good receiver that got hurt this year, I know. Maybe it's Hearn or something. Somebody for them that's the receiver is hurt. Hearns went to the Cowboys. Oh, okay. And somehow was like this. Somehow he's this big free agent pickup, and he was like the third receiver for Jacksonville. Well, they had a lot of good receivers. They just have a shit quarterback. And then uh, Don, they they signed Dante Moncrief. Oh, okay. um, but he hasn't been consistent because I don't think he gets Maybe the ball enough. Maybe that's who I'm thinking injured. Either way, they're not playing good. Right, and they had a really good tight end, but I think they might have got someone maybe as talented, but Mercedes Lewis was an extremely underrated player for them. He played for them for like 10 years. He plays for the Packers yeah, now. I was going to say, I think he's, yeah, he's way past his prime. Though. Mm-hmm, yeah. But, I mean, in terms of for someone to get rid of the ball for Blake Bortles, he's yeah, not there sure, anymore. Right, security yeah. blanket, so to speak. They're just, I don't know, they, they were such a small margin for error with them last year in their victories, and they had such an amazing defense. But when you, you, when you win football games like that, especially this day and age and this NFL, you're gonna either gonna be a great team or you're gonna be a shit team. Like you, you just can't. You've got to have a better offense, and they just don't have it. Right. Yeah. I think the thing is, like, I think I talked to you this, talked to you about this a little bit, but I've talked to other people about this. I think with Blake Bortles, it's very similar to the Ryan Fitzpatrick situation. Like last year, Blake Bortles didn't play out of his mind, but he played very well in some games, and he managed other games where he didn't lose yeah. it for him. And now this year, he's one of the main reasons they're probably – well, their defense is not playing on the same level as they did last year. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That kind of defensive success is not sustainable in this in today's NFL. They te- they're so quick to penalize the defense for every little thing. That defense back in the 70s or 80s would have been one of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. But today, there's no such thing as a dominating defense anymore based on how the rules are set up. People, the NFL owners want the game to be more entertaining, so they give all the advantages to the offensive side of the ball. I got you. 
in my opinion, I mean, there's some people that argue with me, but it's so much easier to get passive appearance. You know, holding's easier. They call holding on defense all the time now, and you basically can't touch the quarterback. So it's like it just allows it to be a lot more wide open for offenses, and that's why the Steelers thrive so much. Right. I'm sure teams do, but it doesn't help that it's like third and long or third and whatever. But I feel like more teams should run double moves or like, you know, so try to get the holding or the pass interference so then you don't need to get like a third 17 or something. You know what I mean? They may suck, but a team that's great at that is Baltimore. They are great at picking up pass interference. Right, yeah, I know what you mean. I think it's been a big help for us when Mike Hilton came back. Oh, he's amazing. That kid is a tremendous cover corner in the slot. Like, he's tough. Good tackler, but he's got the quickness to cover just about anybody. Right, yeah. But like like last year, he showed that he can cover Gronk if he has to. He's not afraid to get down and dirty with the big boys either. So, right. He's been the biggest pickup as far as like a no name we've had, at least since James Harrison. No, no, you mean, yeah. Also, thing with the Mike Hilton, I think that's really good. Like, I don't know why he's a great blitzer. It's like you know he's coming most of the time. He blitzes probably, he, he probably rarely fakes it. It's hard to find him because he's little, mm-hmm. and he's quicker than most of the linemen that are trying to block him. So he just, he's just, some guys just have a knack for finding the angles, and he, and he does. Right. It's probably it, some, it helps that you're so little, and he's hard to find. Mm-hmm. It's probably similar to like a small running back. The defenders can't find them Pretty because much. the offensive exactly. lineman is almost hiding them at times. I mean, think about it. He's like, what, 5'8", maybe, and you've got offensive linemen that are 6'2", or 3 to 6'5", trying to lean down and block him. Mm-hmm. A lot of times he just ducks under guys and he gets there. Uh, I mean, he's amazing to watch. I, he's one of my favorite players on the team right now, really. Mm-hmm. How do you think, uh, I mean, I know he doesn't play as much since, um, oh, shoot. Who's our starting free safety? Not strong safety. Uh, um, oh, shoot. Nice. Throwing me off. We got the guy in free agency. Yeah, I know. I, I'm blanking on his name right Hyde. Now, Is his last name Hyde? No, that's the running back. Cleveland, Carlos Hyde. Well, not for Cleveland anymore. Now he's for somewhere else. The trainers are going to Jacksonville. Why can I not think of his name? We got him from Green Bay. I'm, I'm blanking on his name completely. But I know what you mean. He's playing more. He's definitely taking some snaps away from some of the guys that were playing more for sure. Right. But, you know, that's going to happen. I think they're doing a nice split, though. They're all giving them about a third of the snaps now. Well, what I was going to bring up, um, Terrell Edmonds, I mean, I think he he's yes. came up big here and there. I mean, but the, my point was he doesn't, based off this player coming back, he doesn't get the field as much as he did the first or in the past, let's say, three weeks. But well, I, I think it's coming down to just they want more defensive diversity, too. Like, both those players, the gentleman that we can't think of his name is more of a in-the-box guy. And I know Terrell can be that, too, but he's shown that he's, a little bit better in coverage, maybe. So I think they're oh putting some of those duties up, and you know, ones on rundowns, ones on pass downs. Morgan Burnett, yes. Yeah, um, he, I think Morgan is better at the line of scrimmage, in my opinion, at this point in his career. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit better blitzer, so I think they have him in on rundowns, and they're still bringing Terrell in to blitz occasionally, but they have him in more coverage situations. Um, because he's faster and he's showing he's longer he's too. Doing well, and he is doing really well against like tight ends and so forth. So I think right. it's not even so much that he's not. He's just you got a player that's good that came back, and now they're splitting reps. So of course he's not going to be playing as much. But I don't think it's anything against Terrell at all. It's just Morgan got healthy, so you got to find playing time for him. No, I understand. Do you think? I feel like he has to eventually because. Someone's going to get tired of the way we set up the roster. I mean, he's going to have to get on the field. But do you think Artie Burns could salvage the season and come in and contribute maybe as a dime corner or something or, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I feel like uh, first round, t- he has so he has talent. I know we talked about this, know, but, but he's, he's just, mentally out of it. I don't know what his problem is, man, but it it just looks bad. I don't, I don't really know. He looks so bad and so confused when he's out there. I don't know what to say. I, I had the best of hopes for him, but what he's showing right now, it, it doesn't look good. No, I got you. My boy just scored another touchdown on the Packers, Alex Jones. There you go. Another one of the running backs that just picked up. Aaron Jones. Like, 
Yeah, that's no big deal. Your running backs are ridiculous. It's such BS. I have been killing it running backs this year. It's like I look at the and I didn't draft. I drafted a handful of them, but I picked up. I picked up Ingram. I picked up Jones. I might be it. Telvin Coleman. You might not draft a Telvin Coleman based off he wasn't necessarily the starter. I'm gonna pick him up too. I think I might have drafted him. I'm not sure. You definitely drafted Sony Michael. Yeah, I, de- I definitely drafted him. But I mean, I've hit on every running back I picked up this year. Mm-hmm. They're all they're all playing well, or at least at some point have played well and given give me good games. No, I got you. I mean, you. I have so many, I really don't know what to do with them. But it's like I don't want to give any of them up either because I don't want other people to beat me with them. All right, yeah. That's why you always have to find. Like I try to. Like unfortunately, it's going to be me probably. So the trade deadline is the twenty first. But you gotta get close to one of the teams that are in last place. Then you know, like this player can't come to bite me in the ass. Oh, there you go. I guess well, you. Uh, is there anybody that you're now that we're on the on the topic? Anybody that you want to poach from me, or do you have any player that I might you think I might be interested in? I'm really not weak at anywhere other than you, know, you could argue maybe quarterback, but Brady's done okay. He's had some pretty shit games with. No, I guess you. But I really don't have any weaknesses other than that. Mm-hmm. I don't really have any. I have hit and miss players, to be honest with you. My probably most consistent player is Travis Kelsey, probably. Besides him, week one yeah, he give me him. <laughs> well, it depends on my. I mean, if I don't make the playoffs, I don't need him, obviously. But I try. I don't know. Well, if you don't make the playoffs and you want to give him up, I'll, I'll take him. No, I got you. Um, Joe Mixon's been big for me too. He's been very consistent for the most part. I mean, last week he didn't do anything versus the. Or he wasn't. No, last week wasn't a buy. He didn't do anything versus the Saints very much. Easy. He's a good player. It's just uh, his team's starting to shit the bed. So. Mm-hmm. And then I, I love Adrian Peterson. He was my one of my favorite players when he came into the league when I was, I think, a freshman in high school or sophomore or whatever. But he's been so inconsistent. I know it said he might average whatever, but, like, the past three weeks he's got me under 10 points, and it's not. But, I mean, I've been I've lost by, like, 30 points the past three weeks. But That's really surprising, though. Cause, I mean, he is getting older, though. He could just be the tread on the tires isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders has been big for me, in, in my opinion. Yeah, um, okay. But, uh... He's still, he's still with Denver, right? He's still with Denver because the quarterback they have now, Case Keenum, he, yeah. uh, I remember before drafting him, because I, I wanted to draft him, um, not Case Keenum, Emmanuel Sanders, Case Keenum threw to Adam Thielen a lot because he was in the slot. So, you know, Emmanuel Sanders play this, plays the slot even though he's like has number one talent. And um, well, it's just they do that with Antonio Brown sometimes too. When you're really quick and right, yeah. sometimes it's good to play out of the slot. You get mismatches. And then I uh, I traded for Tyler Boyd because I like I wanted a receiver. Even though I had Joe Mixon and you know he catches touchdown passes, I wanted you know a wide receiver Andy Dalton could throw to because AJ yeah. Green was out for like three weeks or something, three or four weeks. Boyd has Boyd has had a good. Uh, he's had a good year. Good he did year. awful last week, but he's had a good year. That's why this. This fantasy's hit or miss, man. It's a lot of luck. Like, I've just run into dumb luck on hitting all these running backs this year. Mm-hmm. It's, like, stupid. I literally have, like, five that could be starting on most teams. No, I got gotcha. you. It, it's kind of hilarious. Um, so what do you think? Do you th- The rest of the Steelers' um, uh, schedule, I don't know it exactly, you know, game by game, but we have New Orleans. I think it's week 16. We have the Patriots. It's, like, week 13 or something. We have yeah, that's the, going to be a big one. Mm-hmm. The Patriots game is going to be for the number two seed. I, I guarantee it again. It'll be for the number two seed. Right. Yeah. Which is fine, but I just I I just hope I don't want a Jesse James situation. I mean, like that's totally fluky. Like that's in no. Terms we of, need to beat their asses like we just beat the Panthers. No, I understand what you're saying. The Patriots are down this year. We can beat them. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many games he's missed, but Gronk's only had one touchdown. Gronk is at the end of his career, bud, man. He's gotten the way he plays. He's taking a beating. His back is not holding up, man. I don't. I see him playing maybe one or two more years. He is wearing out quick. It's crazy. He, he uh, when you when you play the way he does, you take a beating. Right. Yeah. And he a lot of players. Think about it. He plays almost like a running back. Right. And a lot of players have to tackle him low, or he's just gonna look make them look extremely silly. Well, think how often he goes up for those big catches and catches above his head, and then his whole body is exposed and he gets hit in the back or right, yeah. in the chest. He mm-hmm. takes huge hits all the time. It doesn't look bad because he's so big, 
but he's still absorbing a ton of content. No, I got you. Wears on your body after a while. I don't care how tough you are. But uh, thanks for calling in, like always. It means a lot. Okay, bud. See mm-hmm. you. I'd like to thank everyone for listening to this week's podcast of Benjamin's Dream and the Dreamers. Check out MyDreamJersey.com. Um, go to the Top Picks tab, and then, then you shop around. Black Friday's coming up next Friday, and then Cyber Monday the Monday after Black Friday. Check out the merchandise page, which is T-shirts and all the things like that. And then also go to the, the podcast page and download our podcast. We're available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play. We also have a YouTube account, which is mostly audio. Maybe one day it'll be more, you know, video. Our YouTube page is Benjamin's Dream. But subscribe to our YouTube page and uh, tell a sports fan to tell a sports fan.